The choices you make and specifically the way you choose to see God matters. How you choose to interpret the circumstances of your life matters because what you choose to believe about Him is who you'll show others that He is. Will you choose to see Him through the eyes of fear and doubt or through the understanding of a God who not only loves us, but is love? Join me today as we learn to see Him rightly, as we learn to choose love. Hello everyone. I am feeling mixed feelings about being with you here today because I don't have uh, a teaching prepared. I felt um, led by the Holy Spirit to just be with you in the Lord's presence and just see what he wants to do. And so I feel a little vulnerable, but this is who I want to be. I want to be somebody who's authentic with you and willing to take risks so that God can do what he wants to do. And so I have a feeling that this is going to be more of an encounter time with the Lord than, um, you know, something that you can just casually listen to while you're doing something else. So we will see, but um, if that is the case, then um, I would encourage you to wait and watch um, or listen when you can take time like alone and just go there, you know, go there with me, wherever the Holy Spirit's about to take us. And I can promise you this, um, he'll do something very personal for you because he is so, he's just intentional and he, he, he responds. When we make time for him, he responds. And so I felt, um, you know, one word that I often use in my relationship with God is inventory. I just felt like God just wanted us to take inventory, to stop and just be with him and let the Holy Spirit kind of um, look at our hearts with us and look at, you know, just those places of honesty that if we will go there, we'll be able to go farther with the Lord. Johnny and I just got done filming um, an episode of Up for Discussion that would have aired on Monday of this week. And in that, we talked a lot about the name of God and just the knowledge of God and aligning our, our hearts and our mouths with who we sense God to be, you know, his character and his nature and the power that happens when we do that. Um, and I believe that, you know, just we're not trying to have formulas of going into the Lord's presence. I mean, he's always with us. His presence is always around us and in us. But there's something about um, acknowledging it that um, that just it's different. It's different than it just always being there. And so um, I just want to start by just going into some of the names of God and just acknowledging who He is, and then let's just see where He wants to go from there. I believe that um, as Johnny and I were talking about in our episode, that that there are many who all of us do we get sidelined. In, if not our complete relationship with God, then maybe 
compartments or aspects of our heart and our relationship with God because of areas of disappointment and areas of, of mystery or misunderstanding. Like we just don't get what he was doing. And so it feels like this loose end, this unresolved part of our lives. And so that part of our heart can't, we feel like it can't move forward with God and it can. And so that is the one thing that I would ask you to just um, give Give the Holy Spirit permission right now uh, to, as we're encountering the Lord together today, to point out any of those areas that haven't been able to move forward and ask the Holy Spirit, we're going to go there together, but not just what those are, but what, what, how he can empower you to deal with those areas. So, um, so yeah. Let's do it. Um, Holy Spirit, we just give you permission, as we just said right now, to, to meet with us where we each are, whether we're um, in our home or driving or just whatever we're doing. We just open ourselves up to you right now. I open myself up to you. And I acknowledge your presence that is literally closer than my breath right now. And as I pray, I'm just going to pray from a personal place, but I'm thinking of you and including you. And I just, you know, you just agree with where your heart wants to agree. But I just, I recognize God that um, you are the one who put my heart into um, motion. You're the one that started literally my heartbeat. You are the one who gave me my first breath, who taught me how to practice breathing in the womb so that I could function outside of the womb. And what you have done in the natural, you have done in the spirit realm in my life as well. You're teaching me how to breathe in in your presence in the spirit realm. That rare air that literally sustains me Hmm. I acknowledge your love, your tenderness towards me. I just let the reality of that tenderness just um, move my heart right now. And I, once again, just let the reality of who you are more than my mind can grasp or understand. I let the reality of who you are, the fullness of all that you are. <laughs> you're, you're inexhaustible in the fullness of who and what you are like. But I, by faith, I just let all of it just, just rest on me. And I open up all of who I am to you. Every place in my brain that is running and processing, I just open up to you right now. All the parts of my soul that feel things and have emotions 
every corner of my heart, I just open up to you right now. And in the only way that I know how, I, I let you in. I give you permission to just be fully in me. And every place in my physical body, every little cell that you brought to life, I open up to you right now. And everything within me, all that I am, says the truest thing I've ever said before. I need you. I need you. It's you that I need. And I speak to my mind, I speak to my heart, and I speak to my soul. It's him and him alone. Stop your wandering eyes. You don't have to search and beg and look any further. He's right here. He's right here. And as always, I don't know how to respond to you. Teach me how. Teach me how to just be with you, God. Teach me how to be with you. How to abide in you. How to live and move and have my being in you. Again, I respond to this, that you are, your love, your light, your life, your truth, all your names, the holiness that is you. I respond by just letting your love in. What more can I do but just be loved by you and be yours and live with you and in you? Until I see you face to face, this is the deepest desire of my heart, God. Greater than other feelings that come and go, greater than other desires that come and go. I, I know that at the heart and soul of every longing, every place in me that yearns, that wants, it's you. It's you. It's always been you. It will always be you. That's my reality. And I just speak to everything that I am to come into agreement and alignment with that truth. That it's all you. It is all you. I am all yours. I'm all yours, God. And I worship you.
and I surrender to you. That is, that is my worship, and I trust you. That is my worship. I trust you. And Holy Spirit, we just allow you to help us take inventory right now of areas of our life, things that feel like loose ends, that are unresolved, that carry mystery and contradiction and even confusion and pain, torment for many. Those places of anxiety, those places of disease and disrest and everything that we know is like in opposite contradiction to who you are and who we've hoped that you are. All of that, we just hold it up before you. You see it anyway. You know it. You come into the mess of it. And sometimes that feels worse because we know you're in the mess of it, but, but we don't understand why you're not doing something different. And we don't understand why it stays like it is. And we don't understand where you are. What is your heart towards us in it? And so Holy Spirit, we ask that you would just bring to mind for each one of us any specific areas of unresolve, of disappointment, mystery and contradiction, and take us there. Take us to those places. And if you need to pause this and like just stay here for a minute, just pause it and, and ask him, what are those things? And so we just, like John the Baptist, who you sent word to right before he was going to be beheaded at such a young age, and he felt so unfulfilled in the purpose that he knew he was here for. And he's like, sent word to Jesus. What the heck? Like, where are you? Like, this is going completely different than, than anything I would think would be you. And in your kindness, you spoke truth. And you said, send word back to John that the kingdom is advancing. And by the way, blessed is he who is not offended because of me. And you knew he would choose to let go of offense and you were blessing him. So we open ourselves up to your blessing right now because we are choosing to let go of offense First of all, offense ultimately with you. I mean, we can point sometimes to people in these areas and we can just lock in on who we want to put the blame on. But when we think about it and we get to the heart of it, 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 was, it was you 
You know, you, you could have stepped in. You could have intervened. You're God after all. And so we choose not because of our feelings, but because we desire to move forward wholehearted with you. We choose by an act of our will to let go of offense, our offense, first of all, with you, our offense with those involved. And we say, help, <laughs> help, help us let go, help us move forward. Speak life and, and truth into these areas, God, that we may or may not get complete understanding of. And I pray for you right now, those of you that this really resonates, this part resonates with you. And I, I pray for you and I just release the compassion of our Father over you. You know, I think we can all relate to just if nothing's going wrong in your personal life and you've just had it pretty easy, which who are you, right? <laughs> just what's going on in the world right now. There's so much confusion there's so much like what where are we what is going on and we're being told by some that it may get worse before it gets better and yet we wait in this place we want to we want to be wholehearted we don't want to be compartmentalized and and leaving part of ourselves somewhere else because we can't make sense of things. We want to be able to be fully present, whether it's with you or with people that we love and know or in the assignments that you've given us, our day-to-day -day lives. We want to be fully present and fully alive, no matter what our lives look like. Would you reconnect all the parts of us, God, that have just gotten sidelined along the way? You can do what therapy would take months and years to do in your presence. And if you're doing therapy, I fully support that. But he's ultimately the source, even through your therapist. If there's anything that's helping you, it's ultimately him. So we just, we're just parked right here in front of the source right now. You are the source. You are the source. And I release the peace of God. The peace of God over you right now, wherever your heart is is, has been through, has landed today, just release his peace, his shalom. I declare Jehovah shalom. He is our peace. From the inside out, I declare Jehovah shalom over you. Many of you have had health challenges and chronic pain and chronic just debilitating issues that just 
come up. Maybe your immune system has been down. Like you've just taken hits and, and your body is tired. First of all, I just, again, release Jehovah Shalom into your body. Right now, the top of your head. Let it flow. Just with you, I'm just going to receive it right now. <laughs> Jehovah Shalom from the top of my head. Send your ministering angels to release that, that balm, that healing balm that is from your very throne room. It is an aspect of who you are. It's in your name. Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. From the top of our heads all the way down. Let it pour over us. Healing our physical bodies. Healing those places of offense. Healing our hearts that have grown weary and well-doing. Healing the wounds that the enemy has created in our hearts and our lives. The peace that passes understanding. We receive it. I receive it into my, my head, my neck, my shoulders, my arms, all the way down through my body, through my, my, my legs, my muscles, every aspect of my physical body and every aspect of my mind and my emotions, my spirit man. Mm. Just bathe us, God, in your shalom. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you accomplished to bring healing, complete healing to us completely. Whatever that healing looks like today, God, we accept it. Whatever it looks like today, we say yes. Thank you. Thank you for who you are to me. Thank you for who you've been to me. Thank you for who you are going to be to me. I am your daughter. We are your sons. We are your daughters. We've not been left alone. We are not orphans. We don't have to figure out anything by ourselves. I do not have to figure out anything by myself. Nothing. Nothing. There's, there's no like, you take care of this and I'll take care of that. It's, it's we in everything. And I just let my soul rejoice over that reality that I am not alone. I am not an orphan. I am not looked at by the creator of all things like I got to get it together and get better. I thank you, God, that every place that I am weak, you are drawn to. You just, you're just like a magnet. Your strength just goes to those places where I lack and I, I don't 
have what I need or what it takes and there's dysfunction and there's um, all the things, the cares of this life, the inadequacies and the, the lack and so many, so many areas and places and you just come rushing in eager to fill in every single gap and crack and brokenness with who you are. I thank you for who you are. Just the little bits that I've seen of you. I love. And we, we just dare to say, we love you. I love you so much. That's the real me. That's the real you. The real you is the one that loves him so much. You were created to live in this love and to exist in this love. You were created to just Get it and give it back to him and get it and give it back to him. This is the real you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for showing us the real you. Thank you for showing us our real father by the way that you lived and you loved and you spoke and you served and you laid your life down. Our minds just can't even comprehend and we try to. But we lean into it enough to feel just how real it is. What you showed us through what you did. And we thank you that you didn't stop, like you still are ever living to make intercession for me. Every one of us, right now, you are having a conversation with the Father, with God, the creator of all things, the God of the universe. You're having a conversation about me, about us. And you, you speak constant words of, of hope and expectation concerning me. And you're speaking constant words of life and hope, a future for every one of us. We just let that truth just settle on us right now and, and ease burdens that that have been on us and by faith we just throw those burdens off right now we throw off fear we throw off doubt we throw off cynicism and skepticism and we throw off judgment forgive us forgive me for being judgmental for for loving with conditions for loving with an agenda for for sometimes caring and other times not caring. Forgive me for all the ways that I am completely not who you intended me to be and certainly not 
who you are. And I thank you that you love, you are drawn to those moments where we sincerely acknowledge that we need forgiveness. And we do. We, we acknowledge it right now, God. We need forgiveness. I need forgiveness. And I receive your forgiveness. I receive what you've done, Jesus, for me and what you continue to do on my behalf. You finished everything you needed to on the cross, but you continue to do life with me. You're in the mess of it. You're in the day-to-day -day mundane. You're in the big things and the little things. And thank you. I choose to believe that even when I cannot see it, even when I cannot feel it, I choose to believe it. Now, I just, um, I just feel to encourage you, again, this is kind of a part two in some ways of, of um, sorry, I'm just, um, yeah. Part two of the up for discussion that I did with Johnny from Monday. And um, we talked about the power that we tap into when we align our hearts and our mouths with who we know God to be. And I would say that's kind of like declaration. And so I want to encourage you either pause this or when we're done, take just a moment and make some declarations into literally the setting that you're in, whether it's your home or circumstances going on in your life or issues going on that you are responsible for related to your work, your career, or just areas of responsibility that you have, areas of influence that you have. And it's from this place where we've been still and we've just, we've just been taking inventory with the Lord and following Holy Spirit into this just time with Him. It's really that simple. But in that place of just being with him and learning how to just be with him, that we speak some things that that are really powerful. And so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do that right now. And um again, I want to encourage you to do that yourself. So I can't do it for you, but I can do it with you right now. And so Together, we just declare into the spirit realm right now of our, um, literally where we live, where we do life, our workplace, our home, our cars, places that we travel. And we speak and release this, this peace, this shalom that we've been experiencing. And we know that that is your heart. When all throughout scripture, where there was chaos, where there was brokenness, you brought in clarity, you brought in peace, you brought in um, healing and restoration. And so we release that peace right now into our lives, our families, our workplaces. 
so that we can orient ourselves to you, your heart, your nature, so that when we see the things in ourselves and around us that don't line up with who we know you are, that we begin to speak what we do know lines up with who you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So I'm just waiting just to see if there's any other direction that the Lord gives me to go in here. Hmm. We love being with you. This is good. You are good. You are in the stillness. I'm reminded right now of um, something that I want to pray over you that um, our intercessors sent us and said that they have been praying over us and our family and our team at Restore 7. And it was just this word. Um, sorry, I should have like brought Kleenex with me and I just, of all days, didn't think to have a Kleenex with me here. So I'm like sniffling. Um, but they said they are praying that we would know the difference, that we would have discernment to know the difference between the storms that we are to speak to and the storms that we are to sleep or rest through. And they said in the same way that like, you know, God gives you discernment, not every good thing that comes into your life is the best thing that you should make room for because there are lots of good things, but who has enough time in any given day to do everything, right? You don't. So there's a pruning that happens constantly in our lives where we're having to say no to, to things that are obvious, but also say no to some things that are actually could be good, but we know it's just not time or not led by him. And so in the same way, the, what they were praying over us and the word they had for us is that there are some storms that obviously we're supposed to, to begin to fight and do warfare over and, and declare into those storms in our lives, whether they're literal weather issues or, you know, storms, just stuff in our lives going on. And it's supposed to quicken in us this thing in us that says, no, not on my watch. I, I, I feel the heart of the Father on this and I'm speaking to it, not because I'm afraid of it, because I trust the Lord in the storm, but because I am his ambassador and I'm supposed to speak up and speak out and take authority over this storm and release whatever it is that it's trying to steal release um, what is in there. If it's a spirit of death, you speak life, you know. But then there are there are storms that um, are not for us to fight. That they are storms that, you know, clearly I didn't look up scripture because I hadn't planned to say this, but the story of Jesus where he is asleep in the boat and the disciples are freaking out because they're afraid that they're going to die in this boat in the storm. And they can't understand why Jesus could just be sleeping through it. But if they had understood 
what we understand now, because we have that story to look back on, Jesus found that place of peace and trust that had nothing to do with the external circumstances going on. He had authority over the storm when they woke him up for their sakes. He spoke to the storm and he took authority over it and it stopped. But I don't think that was the point of that story. I think the the point of that story was that we um, need to understand and be so yoked with him that we recognize when it's time to just at best batten down the hatches and trust him. You know, it's not time to just rebuke everything going on. It's time to just just choose peace in the midst of it. Um, I would say, actually, that was worse. But the best case scenario would be to actually deeply rest, to so be in tune with the heart of Jesus that when, when we look into his eyes, so to speak, when we don't see concern or sobriety, He's resting, he's, he's at peace regarding whatever that is, that we can be the same, that we take our cues from him. That's something, right? To be able to take our cues from him. And uh, that's what I pray for you today, that whatever is going on around you, that this peace that we experience together today, you would be still enough on the inside that when storms come, whether they're storms going on in the big picture in society or storms going on in your own personal life, that you're able to quickly get in that place that we went to today and just be with him and just feel, you know, that he could have just as easily today in that place of peace started stirring up in us like, this intercession and this warfare, or, you know, trust me, just rest in me. You you can trust how he leads you and, and what you encounter when you're taking time with him. Um, let's see, is there anything else to follow up with you on today? Um, oh yeah, I brought a little show and tell. <laughs> you remember in kindergarten when they would have show and tell and everybody would bring something? Well, I brought something today to show you. I ordered this off of Amazon and um, I I did this like years ago as a gift for someone else and then I remembered it um, recently and I thought, I'm gonna do that for myself. Basically on Amazon, um, I'll put a link there. I, it's I'm not making any money on it or anything. And you don't have to get it on Amazon if you could find this somewhere else. But this is just a little magnetized um, pad of paper that is on this, this gold loop. And it stands up on its own like that. And all the pages came blank. But whenever I get um, like a quote from someone or a scripture or something that the Lord just spoke to my heart, I... I do my best to steward it. I either write it in my notebook and I, you know, just get another new notebook and get something that's, you know, big enough that you're not going to lose it um, and that you pay enough money for where it feels valuable to you and steward over the things that God shows you or that just words, phrases, um, quotes that jump out at you. And you'll find that when you do that, 
there's usually like a deeper trail that he wants to take you on related to that. And then you start seeing all these common threads and, and he's actually having not just a moment with you, but a, but an extended conversation with you. And it's really fun to see that. And, and it comes, you know, uniquely for each one of us in all different kinds of ways. When you do that, something in your relationship with God really opens up to a, a different, a different level, a different, I don't know. I don't think of it as levels, but a deeper place. Um, so the idea is on these, you just, uh, write it down and then I can go back and remember things that, you know, one liners that I had written before. And if I've got one that I'm especially chewing on right now, I keep it downstairs near my desk and I, um, just have it sitting there. So then my mind goes back to it because I see it again and again and again. And then when I get something new, I write down the new thing. So anyway, that's an idea for you. I will put the link in the description. So if you're on Rumble, which is the only way you can watch this, there's three, um, three words. I think it says, um, I don't know what the first one is. Then it says description and then it says comments. So comments obviously is where you can read the comments that people have made um, on that video. And then description is where we put the links with, you know, a couple of sentences about what the episode is about. So always check the description, click on description underneath the video, and you should be able to find any links that we refer to in these episodes. So Ah, it's good to be with you in the presence of the Lord, and I just pray that um, that you were able to encounter the Lord today in maybe a way that you haven't before or you haven't in a while, and you can do this anytime, anytime. Just find a quiet place and just get real with them. You know, it doesn't have to be out loud. It can be just silent within yourself. It can be you writing in a journal, um, but just do it. You know, this is, life's too short to not have encounters with our God. So I will see you next week on Choose Love.